Hello and welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. Today I'm actually going to talk to you before being up in the air about a topic that is very close to the sky. There's no mountain high enough for women to climb. Growing up in one of the most conservative countries in the world, with only 50 years of women's right to vote and the right to open a bank account without the husband's approval only since the 1990s. That means that I was born without the right to open a bank account, which is kind of incredible. The entire society is structured around one single breadwinner and 99% of all women in Switzerland with children only work part-time. Especially the part-time work causes a lot of issues related to career disadvantages for Swiss women. When they work part-time to make work and family life compatible, the male counterparts boost their careers free from any female concurrency. Once the women return to work after parental leave and initiate in part-time work, they're often stuck in an intellectually not very stimulating job, often having a male and far too less of, far too often actually a less qualified person about them. An incredible unfulfilling situation leading to many women quit work or work on a low percentage reducing their chances for a career even more the burden on swiss women is extraordinarily high since the school system beside the work environment is built upon the ideal housewife Staying at home and cooking three meals a day, including lunch, important aspect. Since Swiss kids up to ninth grade come home for lunch. So it looks like if you're a woman in Switzerland, it's almost mission impossible to work and have still a life next to and have some free time if you do decide to have your kids out sourced over lunch one is looked down upon and women are seen as bad mothers if they don't provide lunch for their children for their child a child that doesn't eat at home but rather at the lunch place for example, organized by the church or other non-profit organizations, is called a Schlüsselkind, a keychain child. I'm not sure if that's a term familiar in the US, but it's very familiar in Switzerland. Everyone knows about it. Yet, these lunch services that I'm talking about 
on top of them being seen down upon. They are obviously not free and require additional organization and coordination, which is yet another aspect other women around the world do not have to even think about. These factors, beside the very expensive childcare that doesn't really make it attractive for women to work because their entire salary is spent on childcare. Plus, if you're married and earn above a certain income, your tax is paid as one income tax. So it's also tax-wise unfavorable. For these particular reasons, it makes it extraordinarily challenging for women to return to work smoothly and also to maintain a career without fighting too hard. It's very often, and I was asked the same question in research, did you decide family versus versus career? So what can we do to improve the situation in a country that is on the very, very, very bottom of the glass ceiling index established by the economist and given out yearly? We have to reduce the fees for daycare in order not to use the entire salary to just cover the childcare costs. We need to increase the number of public schools providing lunch at school. There's also an urgent need for change in the work culture. And that doesn't only go for Switzerland, it goes for the US, that goes for Japan, both countries with also a big problem when it comes to women equality at work. Provide greater flexibility at work places. Working from home, choice of working hours rather than having to do the eight to six or nine to five job to be more flexible in when you actually work and allow for job sharing even in very senior positions. Our Swiss government does job sharing. We have seven Bundesrat, not just one single president. We have a president every year, but that's alternating every year. And maybe, maybe in Switzerland, it's necessary to initiate the quota to increase the number of women in executive positions from zero to a utopic 50%. Men need to be more involved and able to be part-time workers too, which up until now is more or less impossible. We should also provide access to more generous parental leave in Switzerland, and that goes for the US too. And a very important aspect that the US is ahead of us here in Switzerland is anonymous hiring process. An anonymous hiring process reduces gender and racial discrimination. So, as you know, I'm on a plane heading off to Stockholm. Finally, everybody on board, just waiting for the last luggage to be loaded. And then we are ready to begin our journey with the flight time today. I expect an on-time arrival in Stockholm. Oh, We've been the flight yeah, deck first yeah. officer, Mr. Andreas Brunsch. And in the meanwhile, I do hope you feel already comfortable aboard and enjoy the flight. Thank you.
geschätzte Damen und Herren, liebe Kinder, wunderschönen guten Abend. Hier spricht Ihr Kapitän. Mein Name ist Thierry Schwanker im Namen der Gesamtversorgung. Wir haben jetzt äh, endlich uh, alle Passagiere an Bord. Das Gepäck wurde verladen. Wir sind soweit bereit. Ich erwarte dementsprechend den Beginn unserer Reise in den kommenden Minuten mit der heutigen Flugzeit dann auch eine pünktliche Landung in Stockholm. Mit mir im Cockpit, erster Offizier, Herr Andreas Brunsch. Ich hoffe, Sie fühlen sich alle bereits wohl bei uns an Bord und genießen Sie den Flug. So, provide more resources to women, such as mentorship, access to women's networks, to find role models. And like-minded women is also very, very important. Here they have some little mini discussion just before hectically leaving Zurich off to Northern Lights in Stockholm. I hope this has been of interest to you and a little fun in the very end of the podcast about traveling internationally. Bye, take care.